Welcome to Morale Mindset, where we discuss ways to leverage people dynamics to drive results through actual stories and tactical solutions. I am your host, David Huynh. Over the past several episodes, we discussed how to gauge morale between two other people as well as with another individual. This episode will aggregate our learnings from one-on-one relationships into group dynamics. Specifically, we will be looking to interpret the social pecking order within a working group. Social pecking order tells us the hierarchy or the level of influence within a group. Within chimpanzee societies, there's a ranking of individuals, starting from the alpha male and female, which are typically followed by their close friends that support their leadership. Underneath the support of chimpanzees are other submissive chimpanzees, as well as those that are looking to overthrow the alpha. Social pecking order in chimpanzees determine how food is distributed, which individuals can mate, and who is on the receiving end of respectful gestures. Human societies are not as hierarchical, but a social pecking order still exists. This social pecking order determines who supports who, who influences who, and also who does not support who, and who does not influence who. Understanding social pecking order contributes to our understanding of relationships, a building block of understanding morale. We will start by focusing on social pecking order within a work environment. As mentioned earlier, social pecking order is determined by the level of influence that one has over the group. Sometimes, the most senior-ranking individuals also have the most influence over the group. However, social pecking order does not always equate to the most senior-ranking job position. At one of my past companies, I noticed that some managers were not the leaders of their team because The team members would regularly work around, even sometimes avoiding and not listening to their manager. Understanding the social pegging order is important in the work setting because understanding it allow us to determine who we should speak with if we are trying to make changes. In sales, we can use this understanding to identify who is the true decision maker, which is not necessarily who has the title, but who drives the influence. So now we know that social pecking order can help us decide who we should be speaking with and how we can make changes within an organization.
Now that we understand the importance of social pecking order, we need to be able to identify who is this person? Who is the person that drives the most influence and is supported by everyone else? Next, we need to determine who are their strongest supporters, who are their allies and trusted confidants. We can identify the individual with the most influence by noting the attention of others during meetings. Which individual has the attention of everyone else in the room or Zoom call? When this individual speaks, everyone else stops whatever they are doing and listens. You'll notice some people will put their phones down. Some people will close their laptops. Some people will stop talking to the person next to them. Just to listen to this individual. Within each company, department, or team, there will be such an individual. After we have identified the individual with the most influence, we now need to work on identifying their closest supporters. We will leverage what we have learned about understanding relationships between two other individuals to develop this understanding. As a refresher, this means we should notice who is spending their free time with the influential individual. And who does the influential individual show positive body language towards? This means who does the influential individual have coffee chats with, laugh with, or get advice from? If we are able to determine who are these closest supporters of the influential individual, we can use this information to determine that we should also speak with these close supporters because if we can convince these close supporters of our idea, these close supporters will share their opinions with the most influential individual. I know this may be a lot of people to keep track of, but to kind of put it together in a map, we have a most influential individual within a group, and we have their closest supporters. If our goal is to increase our influence within a group, we need to plant ideas in the supporters' minds, as well as the most influential individual's mind. Planning an idea in the most influential individual's mind, 
as well as their closest supporters will help us push our initiatives, drive change, sign a deal, either internally at our own organization, within our own team, or externally within potential partner organizations, or even another team, another department within our organization. I would like to close today's piece by emphasizing that understanding social pecking orders within a working group will help us determine who has influence within a group and how can we leverage this information to drive change. Today's episode covered understanding group dynamics in a work setting. Our next episode will discuss understanding group dynamics in a social setting. If you find this content helpful, please explain to one friend, just one, why you find it helpful. Morale Mindset is produced in Bangkok, Thailand. I am David Huynh. Le Gop Gun Ti Tam Crap. Thank you.